Welcome to another episode of Individuality Unleashed. My name is Vern Trimble, Senior Director of Content and Communications here at Wonderkin, where we discuss all things digital marketing, performance marketing, and artificial intelligence. Today we're joined by a special guest, Spencer Sterling, who is the Senior Director of AI and ML at Wonderkin, and he's going to be sharing so many wonderful insights around how we should be leveraging AI artificial intelligence in our performance marketing and digital marketing strategy. Thank you so much for joining us, Spencer. How are you doing today? Good. How are you doing? Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Really good. Okay. So uh, real quick, I'm a little nervous because there's a lot of AI and I don't know what it does. I mean, I kind of know. I use ChatGPT regularly. Yeah. And then we use a few tools. But, like, I think I don't really know or understand how artificial intelligence, artificial intelligence work, especially this new iteration of AI. So I'm really excited to chat with you today, Spencer, to figure out exactly what AI is, how can marketers leverage AI ultimately to help them improve their efficiencies, uh, but ultimately to create a foundational understanding of what AI, ML, generative AI, and all those things related to artificial intelligence are, and hopefully you can tell us exactly what we should be looking at. Sure, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it, it's it's a complicated question, actually, because AI, that, it, <laughs> it's funny because I don't think anybody knows how to define AI, really. You know, the, the definition just keeps changing as as time goes on. But I think uh, I think nowadays, I think most people would think uh, of AI as essentially what, you know, sort of like more human related tasks, things like vision, text generation, reading of text, you know, these large language models, um, audio processing, audio generating audio. So it's things that, things that are, you would definitely need a, a human to do. Whereas, and I think that the, in the old days it was AI and ML were kind of synonymous and ML is now has now become processing of structured data. So I would think of ML as anytime you need to do some mathematics or you need to you need to make a mathematical prediction, you need to make a decision, you need to process structured data and come up with some number or probability of somebody's going to churn. That is definitely more in the in the in the realm of ML. Whereas AI is now this sort of text, images, you know, audio, what can we do with that unstructured data? Got it. So th- so there are two buckets from what I'm hearing, and possibly two schools of thoughts. So as marketers are looking at AI tools, it's fair to say that they really should be looking at it from a utility and outcomes perspective. Is that right? A hundred percent. I am fully on board with practical ML and practical AI. I don't think, I think we're in a weird time where everybody suddenly has this new and obviously very powerful tool. And so there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of thinking around, I have this hammer, can I make a bunch of, can I find a bunch of nails, right? And I think that we need to step back a little bit and be very practical about it and say, use case first. What are we trying to accomplish? What is our business goal here? Does AI fit into this business goal? Does ML fit into this business goal? So I, I think that that's, that, that's the, the uh, approach that most businesses or every business should be taking at this time. Awesome. So Spencer, what makes good AI, good AI? Again, I, I think it's all about AI, AI and ML serving the use case rather than the other way around. So, uh, you know, a lot of some of the worst projects I've ever seen in, in ML or in or in engineering have been when somebody gets excited about a tool and then they sort of contrive a use case because they want to use that tool. And you, you'll see that a lot in, in, in many, many companies. So 
but if we can keep it, we can, if we can stay very disciplined about that and say, forget that, let's just worry about the use case and just see where AI fits. I think that that's, that's and is, is this appropriate for this use case? I think that will, that is the key to success. Just hard to interrupt. I was just going to say that that's really good because I've spoken to a lot of, of marketers who are looking at AI tools that are trying to onboard and implement them. And even those that do spend a ton of money and spend a few months with these new AI tools and they're complete garbage. Like they don't deliver that which they thought it would. But then they also realize like once they've implemented the AI tool, they weren't necessarily clear on what the outcomes were. Like what were they trying to achieve with that AI tool other than hitting uh, a bunch of nails with a with a very expensive hammer. Right. I, I think that that's absolutely <laughs> true. I think that I think that we're going to see a lot of there's a lot of FOMO right now. So I think that everybody's running into it. And that's that's not necessarily a bad thing. I think that folks do need to know what are these capabilities? Keep it in our minds. What what possible use cases can we can we fulfill with this? But stay disciplined. I mean, I would say most companies that I've walked into Actually, they're they, they're not even doing that much ML, you know, and so mm. ML is a is is a tried and true uh, you know basket of techniques for improving your business. Anything from optimizing you know recommendation engines, optimizing uh, uh, you know spend, uh, predicting LTV. These kinds of these kinds of things are still, I think, the bread and butter of most businesses, and most businesses aren't actually doing everything that they can there. So I would recommend most businesses invest in ML first. And then if you're thinking about, you know, you have a very mature ML presence, I think then's the time to start thinking, what can we do with generative AI? Now that doesn't mean that you can't, you shouldn't invest at all. Even, even if you, I think, you, I think it's okay to invest a little bit. I think it's okay to demo a few things, POC a few things, but maybe not spend your entire budget on it and maybe not put all your eggs in that basket at this time. It's so easy to do. You know, I, is. everyone is looking for, uh, let's see, that, that the goose that laid the golden egg and potentially AI is, is that tool. What it really is, as you said, AI and your AI strategy is truly only as good as your internal data. Is that fair? Uh, 100%. I, I think that that hits the nail on the head, you know, to, to use the same analogy you were using before, hammers and nails. So it's, I, I think that... build a house after this. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, if, at the fundamental level, if you don't have good data, then AI is not going to help you, right? If you don't have a good strategy, AI is not going to help you. It's so, so you know, I've... I've it's, it's a funny world because I get, you know, emails and calls all the time now from former colleagues, from friends, and they're saying, this is so powerful, I want to build a business, can we brainstorm? I'm like, okay, what's your business idea? And they don't even have the business idea yet. They just want to do AI. And I'm like, that's not, that's not the way to approach business, right? So, um, so I think that we're going to, we're obviously still climbing up in the, in the, in the hype curve. Um, we're going to go through that trough of disillusionment in another year or two. But I do think that there are, it is a powerful technology and there are good use cases for it. So, um, so it's, it's still worth investing in. I think it just needs, there needs to be some caution there. Indeed. The way it is not. So what is the way? How should marketers be looking at AI today? What's the best way that uh, marketers can approach researching AI tools, um, implementing AI tools, and what should be some, some general metrics of success? Yeah, I think that 
number one, I think that there, there needs to be a, a very solid conversation between marketers and the technical people who are going to implement it because some things may or may not be possible at the end of the day. Um, if you're sitting on a gold mine of data, it may not be a good idea to, you know, go out and buy a product and then try to integrate with that. You may end up either, you know, kind of giving away your, your golden goose there or, you know, or you may just have a hard time integrating with it. So I think that it's just important to keep a good, solid conversation going between the engineering teams and the marketing teams and the ML folks and the AI folks to make sure that what you're doing makes, makes sense. Uh, also, it turns out I think that a lot of these things could be built in-house for, for cheaper, you know, just because of the same issues. So, so you know, integration problems, just a scale of data, like moving, our, moving the amount of data that Wonderkin moves around would be impossible. We would never be able to offload that to another company. So it makes a lot of sense to, to stay, you know, level-headed and sober in those decisions. But other than that, I see no problem with, 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 with folks, uh, you know, investigating tools and what other companies are doing. That's absolutely what people should be doing. We should be looking at what other companies are doing. And if it is a use case that where you believe somebody else has done this better and you could just buy it, maybe that makes sense. Uh, a good example of this is in the past, I used to work in video games a lot and we had a project that was anti-toxicity. And this was, you know, there were a lot of questions, should we build or should we buy? And Frankly, it wasn't a lot of data to transfer, and I knew that another company could do it better than we could, and so I just said, let's just buy this product, and so we did. But in other cases, I would strongly say, no, we can build this in-house for cheaper, and it probably would be better because we'll, have our, we'll be using our own data with it. So Yeah, that's a, uh, that's a tricky dance. It is to make that decision, yeah, and and it, and it's one that's so relevant now because that's that's the case where we have access now to so many wonderfully powerful tools, or at least the ability to kind of cobble together our own tools to deliver the needs uh, for the business that we are essentially trying to create. But in some instances, it may be more beneficial to look at tools and partners that have a cache of data that will allow you to produce the type of results that you need in order to drive improved business results. Is that fair? Absolutely. I mean, companies like, well, Wonderkin, for example, we're sitting on 10 years of data. That's just not going to be possible for a company to come in and replicate, you know, you know, easily. We have, a, we have a huge addressable uh, audience. We have, we know a lot about them and we've been doing it for many years. So I think that it's those sorts of situations where, uh, like I said before, where you know another company can do it better than you, then it does make a lot of sense to partner with that company. That makes a lot of sense. And you know, Spencer, you, you've been an absolute wealth of knowledge, uh, and there's, your knowledge extends not only in the form of this podcast, Jay's gonna add a wink sound after it post. <laughs> also good. I'm a ham. We're also going, we've also just released a brand new white paper uh, entitled Revolutionizing Retail, How to Navigate the AI Landscape to Drive Performance. This is a phenomenal uh, piece of content that's been produced by the Wonderkit team. We spent hours uh, interviewing Spencer and other thought leaders in the space, uh, aiming to bring you relevant content, information, best practices uh, around artificial intelligence and how to leverage artificial intelligence around brand and performance. So please, you can check that out by going to www.wonderkent.co and clicking the research, the resource section. And please download that and check it out and get more information. Uh, and we also like to extend an invitation to join us again for another episode where we go round two with Spencer to talk more about AI and performance marketing and how to leverage AI 
to drive more valuable outcomes for your business. Uh, Spencer, it's been an absolute pleasure sitting down chatting with you today. Uh, do you have any final words that you want to leave our viewers and listeners? No, I, I, I think that's it. I, I really appreciate the opportunity to talk to you, Vern. I hope you're enjoying this content around artificial intelligence. The next episode of Individuality Unleashed, we sit down with the president of Ometria to discuss how they're leveraging AI in their strategies. Please.